let's say you have a habit of eating really healthy, mm-hmm. which everyone has done for at least a certain amount of time, right. and then you eat unhealthy food, how do you notice? It. Yeah. You're, you hate it initially, but that's what you desire next. Are these mm-hmm. often are, are these chemical imbalances? Is there? Hmm. We're talking about ADHD. I'm gonna I'm gonna stop you right right there with chemical imbalance actually um, because this is something that is it's incredibly pervasive throughout um, just any health field and uh, in like the American culture, right? Like we see these memes on Twitter and stuff and about depression, like, oh, where's my serotonin? And 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 the chemical imbalance theory, sorry, I just kind of went a little on a tangent, but I feel like this is very important to say because it's one of the biggest misconceptions people have about um, mental illnesses. <clears throat> and this misconception is that all of these disorders are caused simply by a low amount of chemical in the brain. And then but then if you think about that and you kind of deconstruct that and you learn a little more about the brain, it seems a little too good to be true, right? Like our brain is this incredibly, incredibly organs. Yeah. Like that it could be that simple. And, um, <clears throat> and it's just, it's very far fetched. And actually how that theory was come upon is not based on scientifically sound evidence. Rather, um, it was the, the antipsychotic drug Risperdrol, I think. I might have pronounced that wrong. Um, I think it was initially meant to treat high blood pressure but when or hypertension, but when given to people, they noticed that it induced depression and it acted on, um, I think, dopamine and serotonin. So from there, the, the whole conception was, okay, so if this, this drug can induce depression in people, right? So then, um, like, what this drug does chemically in your brain must be the cause of depression, you know, so... And do you agree with that, that that drug was the cause of the depression? Yeah, absolutely, because uh, it was, um, they would give this drug to people in clinical trials, and they would report, um, as a side effect, this melancholy depression, right, um... And if you look up the drug, that is consistent with its chemical mechanism of action. But the the mistake the researchers made in in positing that um, kind of like the anti-drug of risperidol would then cure depression, right, by, you know what I mean? Because, like, they thought that since risperidol could in, induce depression by altering the levels of um, dopamine and therefore serotonin in your brain, that low dopamine and serotonin, that was why people were depressed. Does that make sense? Like, so they, they they said, okay, I found the cause, and they labeled it as the cause rather right, than like right. digging deeper to try to figure out more about it. Not Well, not necessarily. Um, there's a lot more to it, and there's a lot of other stuff that went into building and kind of foundationalizing this misconception. Um, there was a ton of influence from from big pharma because obviously that makes them money when people and I'm not I'm not trying to um denounce uh any sort of psychotropic medication I am on Lexapro and anti-anxiety med I take meds for my ADHD I'm not saying that these meds do not work but I do not think that it is applic- applicable 
um, in the context of the brain with this it being this incredibly, incredibly complex organ with these different neurotransmitter systems. And neurotransmitters don't even, um, like, you can't just point at serotonin and say, this is mood. Like, a neurotransmitter has effects based on what its receptors do and where it is in the brain. So it's not just like one neurotransmitter has these certain effects and the other one has this certain effects. It's like they all can do everything, you know? So to say, yeah. to say, right. So to say that a lack of one of them, just a simple lack of one of them causes depression is kind of fundamentally incorrect. And it's kind of the same thing as, as saying, um, okay, so you have a headache and you take aspirin and your headache improves. And so this must mean that your headache is caused by a lack of aspirin, right? Hmm. Yeah, okay. Okay, so yeah, and that's kind of um, the logic they're using by by saying that, oh, we have certain drugs that either induce depression or cure depression, and since these drugs do things, then depression must be caused by um, different levels, different levels of neurotransmitters. The media quite frequently um, will take scientific findings and completely distort them. You know, it's um, not just scientific findings. Not well, it's any every piece of information. Right. Yeah. Good point. But like, especially <laughs> scientific findings. Well, it makes you realize how harmful it can be, though, yeah, when you broadcast yeah. something that's not based off of logic or reasoning or, or like yeah. scientific data, but mm -hmm. uh, the perspective of someone that they want to emit over a large group of people. And like something that occurred right. to me when you were talking is, I'm like. Well, what are we eating? Like, what are we putting in our bodies to right, create the, the biome Right, the FDA actually doesn't regulate so many things. Like, any um, any health supplement you buy, like any... I didn't even think of that. You know, is not FDA regulated. They could be putting whatever they want in there. And I can talk more about health supplements and, like, especially, like, neurocognitive enhancers, like 5-HT. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, 5-HT, which people buy and take because they think it helps. Um, GABA, people often buy these GABA pills, which apparently work by raising the levels of GABA in your brain, which is true. Um, that, is, that is a good anxiety cure, but they... Do we know the full implications of what that does to you? Well, no, because GABA doesn't even cross the blood-brain barrier. Any neurotransmitter cannot pass through the blood-brain barrier because the blood-brain barrier only lets pass through small, lipid-soluble, uncharged molecules. Ugh, uncharged molecules. See, we don't know that. Right, yeah. And so you take these pills and you buy them. Like and we, if we bought those pills, we'd have, have no, no idea. idea. Exactly. And I mean... And we're probably more like most people in that regard, but that yeah. specific instance than you and not knowing. So yeah. why are there so many of them being sold at every place you because go? Because people want an easy fix, right? And I A fell into this fix, pitfall. Right? right, yeah. Like I kind of fell into this pitfall before I um, was actually treating my anxiety in a way, and I don't want to say that holistic treatments are not the way. I mm -hmm. absolutely think if they work for you and if that is your chosen path, then by all means, go do that. Like, it is whatever is best for the individual. But yeah. in my case, that didn't work for me. And I, um, you know, went to these health stores and bought these supplements. I did a little more research. I almost bought into it. But, like, know? outside of medication, what right. what is, like, the neurological impact of the amount of like fat and oh god sugar this is a salt great one are. because like i can't imagine that at least some of these psychological issues that we're running into with a lot of people are as a result obesity of has a huge impact i'm sure yeah and, it, yeah and i've always heard that obesity is the largest cause of death in america because of heart condition and right. all of the negative aspects of that so do you think that uh what, what do you think would cause more good if 
humanity, mm-hmm. or more specifically, Americans, were to eat in a way that benefits them rather in a way that they enjoy, um, or all of these uh, potential medications. Like, right. Is is it lifestyle changes, or is it medications, or is it like obviously mm-hmm. there's a gray area that would right, be the yeah. ideal scenario. But like, what do you think are the objective truths okay. that yeah. no one is actually using right now? Like, what are what are we not implementing? Absolutely. Um, You bring up a very good point with obesity and your diet, actually, because, okay, so something a lot of people don't think about is the nutrients we obtain from food are drugs. They are drugs like any other drug, right? Food is just at its core made of all these chemicals, and these chemicals affect our body and brains the same way any other um, endogenous drug would. So, So what you are eating has a direct effect on not only um, your body composition and overall physical health, but your mental health as well. And this is a relatively new frontier, but uh, the gut microbiome is actually being really focused on now and its its implications for mental health because the gut is... It, it, I think people are calling it, like, the new brain. Well, like, um, I think here's something that... So I was talking to one of my friends mm-hmm. recently, and he's in med school, and I was like, what's something that you could tell me that you've learned that I right. have no idea of being in business school? And he was like this. When you eat something, your stomach structures around that in a way that causes you to desire whatever it was that you have recently eaten in the future. 